It's loving on you, 606 on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. Happy Halloween, my favorite day of the year. Let me just put uh, my morning into perspective for you. So Ken and I talked about this. We need to dress up as the decade we were born in today just for work. Um, and so Ken, he will be here later. He will show off his costume. He sent me a picture of it yesterday. It's really something. But um, I'm wearing a Goosebumps shirt. And then I realized I kind of dress like the 90s anyways because... I just had this goosebump shirt because I wanted it and it was a present. Um, and I crimped my hair, which I realized I do anyways. And I'm wearing hot pink earrings. So, you know, happy Halloween. I was born in 1992 and, um, you know, I don't really, I don't really know what I dressed like when I was, you know, growing up. So this is, you know, this is my 90s garb, but happy Halloween. Best day of the year. We're going to celebrate all day long today. Mostly sunny high of 62, by the way. So great trick-or-treating weather tonight. We'll see a low of 34 and then pretty nice 60s for the rest of the weekend. So let's just say it is going to be the best Halloween ever. Today we have more Carrie Underwood codes. I'll give you your first one coming up in just a few minutes. The B105 Buzz will celebrate Halloween all day. It's going to be a good day. So happy Monday, 6.07 on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. And Thomas Retina team on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. Beautiful day today. Gorgeous for trick-or-treating. We'll be in the 60s, mostly sunny. So get outside and enjoy it because we know this is not going to last too long. Quick B105 buzz this morning. The Duluth Police Department shared this just the other day. So I just thought I'd make everyone aware of it because scams are so legitimate sometimes. Now, not all of them, but a lot of times they're so legitimate because technology is so advanced and scammers are so advanced that it's things that I would even fall for. So I always mention it. The Duluth Police Department has been made aware of a phone scam that's going around the area. The scammer pretends they're an officer from the DPD. They request to be paid. Otherwise, a warrant will be issued for their arrest. So they could probably say, like, your granddaughter's in jail. You're going to jail. If you don't pay up, um, they said that they want the community to remember that people working at the Duluth Police Department will never call you requesting to be paid and they'll never give out your personal information. They'll never ask you for financial information. Um, and if you get one of these calls, there's a number you can call. It's the FTC and you can report that. But yeah, like I said, that one's kind of easy to fall for, or to not fall for because it's like, okay, why do I owe you money? But other ones are things that I would fall for. So just be aware of that. And we went over this last week, but since it is officially Halloween, just going to mention we have some Halloween safety tips courtesy of Essentia Health Duluth right now on B105Country.com if you're out and about. Um, just some good tips like, you know, if you are going trick-or-treating after dark, make sure you have glow sticks or flashlights or something so you're not just, you know, walking in the dark. Um, kids should stay in a big group. Cross streets only at crosswalks. Don't jaywalk because you just don't know if like a car is going to see you, if it's going to turn the corner really quickly um, and things like that. So also a good one is wait until you're home to eat any treats so you can properly sort and inspect them. Can't be too careful these days. So read all of those tips. B105country.com. Time now 616 on The Breakfast Club. You can get bacon at 637 on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. A little bit chilly this morning, but we'll warm up sunny. A high of 62 and might just need a light jacket for trick-or-treating, if anything. So good news there. Also good news, we have your brain teaser question. We'll go over Friday's quick, which 1993 movie is both a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie? The answer was Nightmare Before Christmas. That's the real debate. I know people debate about if Die Hard is a Christmas movie. 
Is the Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Think about that. But we got to move on. We can't debate that right now. Where was the first Hocus Pocus film shot? Like, where did it take place? Where did they film it? If you think you know the answer or you do know the answer, you will get Taco John's. That is a great Halloween present, great way to start the week. And on top of that, you'll also get a fun little Halloween CD. So where was the first Hocus Pocus movie filmed? I mean, it's let's let me just give a little hint here. The movie is about three witches. And there's a very famous part of the U.S. that is known for witchcraft and all of that stuff. So where was the first... Hocus Pocus movie filmed. It's really easy. Just think of what I just said. That's like the best clue I could give you. It's not anywhere in the Midwest. Okay. So there's another clue for you. Where was the first Hocus Pocus movie filmed? Think witches. Think history. Think witchcraft. Okay. There is your hint. Where was the first Hocus Pocus movie filmed? If you think you know, call me up. 727-B105. Even if you don't know. Just take a wild guess. There, you know, you have a good chance of getting it right. So, 727-B105. 727-B643 on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. We have your brain teaser question. Of course, it's Halloween themed. The last Halloween brain teaser for now. If I did them every day, Ken would probably be annoyed of me. More annoyed of me about my love for Halloween. But our brain teaser this morning, where was the first Hocus Pocus movie filmed? I gave a lot of hints, so let's go to the phone. Pretty straightforward. B105, what do you think? Hi, I'm guessing Salem, Massachusetts. You are absolutely correct. Yay! Now, have you watched the new Hocus Pocus movie? We have. Is it good? I hear it's not really worth watching. It's it's okay. You know, it's hard it's- when there's like a classic like that, you know, like the regular Hocus Pocus, and then they try to one-up it, you know? Yeah, it is hard, but if you disregard the first one and just watch it, it's a pretty good movie. Okay, alright, well maybe I'll do that today. Who's this? This is Chloe. Chloe, congratulations, you have a Halloween CD and some Taco John's on us. Awesome, thank you so much. Okay, there you go. The first Hocus Pocus was filmed in Salem, Massachusetts. I have not seen that movie for so long, and I have not seen the remake, clearly, but I don't know. I Maybe I'll watch it, but there's just a lot of other Halloween movies to watch, you know? So maybe I'll get to it. But there you go. The first Hocus Pocus film was shot in Salem, Massachusetts. I wonder how many people I'm going to see dressed up as characters from that movie. That's like a classic costume, and it's always good. I'm wearing a Goosebumps shirt, ran into my coworker from Mix 108 um, in the elevator. He's wearing a blonde mullet wig, and I did a double take. And he's like, yeah, I, I scared somebody. When I was walking to the elevator, I'm like, yeah, that wig is a little scary, but that's a story for a different time. Time now, 644 on The Breakfast Club with Lauren's Country Lowdown. The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. Some good news, and it's definitely welcome after everything Hardy's been through over the past month. He was in a very serious bus crash recently, but he is now officially a married man. 
He married his longtime girlfriend, Kaylee, in Saturday, on Saturday in Nashville. There we go. Um, some fun little details about the wedding. She wore his baby bonnet. Or she didn't wear it, but she incorporated it into her dress and her look. And then he wore a bow tie and cufflinks from his late uncle. So there was, you know, the something borrowed, something blue, all of that. Big wedding. 350 friends and family. Lots of country stars like Dirk Bentley, Morgan Wallen, Lauren Elena, Mitchell Tenpenny, Jameson Rogers. So many. That's just a few. I saw pictures all weekend long. Um, they also had donkeys delivering beer. Never heard of that at a wedding. And then they also had a tattoo station. And you can see all those photos on our B105 app. But very happy for him. Congratulations. And Eric Church, he shared some very exciting news. It was Friday after the show. Or maybe it was during the end of the show. But he finally shared a video of the building that his new bar is going to be into. I'm not going to lie, I kind of forgot that Eric Church was opening a bar in Nashville. Of course, it's on Broadway along with Luke Bryan's bar and Jason Aldean's and Miranda Lambert's. It'll fit right in there, but he shared a video, um, and it's like taken from an aerial view, so you can kind of see it from up above. And he just said, turn the quiet up, Nashville 2023. So we know it's opening sometime next year, and it's called Chiefs. He also shared video, um, you know, of the building being constructed, the big banner. So pretty cool to check out. And... He basically said that when he moved here, you know, he had all these dreams. He says he's accomplished them, and this is, quote, the culmination of catching that dream. And he bought the building for $24.5 million. So, you know, it's going to be good. You can see that video now on our B105 app. And Shania Twain, she also announced some big news Friday, a new album and a new tour, both named after the same thing. It's called Queen of Me. So that's the album that comes out February 3rd, and then the Queen of Me tour kicks off in April in Washington. It goes through September. A ton of different people opening. Lindsay L., Mickey Guyton, Kelsey Ballerini, Priscilla Block. Those are for different shows. So for some legs, some people will open. Other legs, different artists will open. But she will be in Minneapolis Wednesday, May 17th. Haley Witters will be opening. And tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. You can read her full statement when she announced everything and the meaning behind um, the title of her album and tour and how she's feeling now and very inspirational. I, there's no one like Shania, I'm telling you. So like I said, you can get tickets this Friday, 10 a.m. And read more, just click on our concert calendar on B105Country.com. Percy and his good things, 7 on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. Cold to start, but we'll see sunshine today, a high of 62. And then after sunset, we'll dip into the 40s. So keep that in mind for trick-or-treating, as promised I have to share this article that I saw um, last night. It's the psychology behind why you love or hate scary movies because there's no in between. You either love them or you cannot stand them and you don't want to be around them. We all know where I stand on this because I absolutely love scary movies, but it turns out if you love them or you hate them, it's all psychological. Well, part of it. It's not just personal, personal preference. There's science behind it. So, If you love scary movies, it might be because you experience stress differently than other people. So basically, if you're watching a scary movie, it'll kick your heart rate into high gear. Um, It'll make you feel as though you need to expend energy because you're anxious. And some might make a positive meaning out of that. You feel really alive. You feel like you just did a workout. Um, You get a second wind, all of that. So if you love scary movies, that could be one of the reasons why. If you hate scary movies, you might be highly sensitive 
and you might also tend to be more empathetic than the average person, which means if you're watching a scary movie, it might be kind of hard for you to, you know, like, it might be hard for you to think in your mind, even though you know it's not real, you're still feeling for the people in it, I guess is the best way to say it. So that's one reason why you might love, another reason why you might hate, and... We'll go over a few more reasons coming up at about 740. Friendly reminder for you, though, that I'm going to draw a random name for the B105 Free Money Payday. I'm going to announce it coming up in less than 10 minutes. So keep it right here, and we'll pick this back up. 740 on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren for now at 713. Good morning. Good day. I have the first B105 Free Money Payday qualifier of the week. I'm about to say your name, and you already know the deal by now. You have five minutes to call me back, but... I personally prefer when you call me back sooner than that, so I don't have to sit here and sweat it out and panic. So, I am looking for Jessica Smith. Jessica Smith, call me up, 727-B105. Jessica Smith, if you call me back within five minutes, you will be going to our holiday party at Hoops Brewing. You will be in that drawing for $500 on Thursday. You'll get Old Dominion tickets. If you win that $500. So I'm looking for Jessica Smith. Jessica Smith, I am now paging you. 727-B105. Call me up. Please call me up. Jessica Smith. Just now 725 on The Breakfast Club. I am still waiting for Jessica Smith. Did I jinx myself because I said I don't like waiting for when you all call me at the final hour? I need Jessica Smith to call me up. 727-B105. The clock is ticking. You only have a few minutes left, and if you don't call, well, I have to move on to the next person. That means you could be out $500. You won't be coming to our holiday party at Hoops Brewing. You won't get Old Dominion tickets. All of that. So you have a two-minute warning, Jessica Smith. Otherwise, I am going to have to draw somebody else's name. So we're going to go to commercial. Looking for Jessica Smith. Call me up, 727-B105. Good luck. Buying for a business? I am to say that Jessica did not call me. There's no easy way to transition into that. It makes me sad. Jessica did not call me, but I have drawn another name, and I need you to call me within five minutes. You'll be getting into that $500 drawing for Thursday. You will win Old Dominion tickets. You'll be coming to our party at Hoops Brewing. I need Kara Carlson to call me up. Kara Carlson. I don't want to go 0 for 2 here. Okay, I need Kara Carlson to call me up, 727-B105. If you want to... John Party last night lonely. It is 742 on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. We are going to draw, by we I mean me, another name for the B105 free money payday coming up at about 820. But as promised, we need to finish talking about why some people like scary movies and why some people don't. So hopefully you were listening um, earlier this hour when we were talking about it. In case you missed it, a little recap. It is not just a personal preference if you love scary movies or not. It's actually science. So if you love scary movies, it might be because you experience stress differently, where if you're watching a scary movie, you might feel like you just did like a workout, some yoga, something like that. And if you hate them, it might be in part because you're highly sensitive. Now, um, another reason is childhood experiences. They affect how someone feels about being scared. So... Um, like in my family, you know, we all loved Halloween. So to me, I was brought up like, oh, Halloween is fun. There was always scary movies on. Um, and so watching a scary movie, 
I was startled, but I wasn't actually scared because it was made to be like a fun thing. And by the way, this is an article done on HuffPost.com, so you can always read more on that. Um, But yeah, I was exposed to just the right amount of what this article is saying, quote, fun as a kid. So I knew what I was getting into. I knew what I was watching. It was always made to be fun. I never thought it was real. So that could... um, be part of the reason why you love scary movies if you do and also some people view scary movies as a way to connect with others you know if you love halloween like my whole family loves it and i have friends that love it and i bond with people that love it because i love it so you could view watching scary movies as like a way to connect with others it can be a social bonding experience as this article says And it also says we know that the bonds we make under stress are more intense, especially with people we already have a positive association with. So if you're going with your friends, you do something fun, you go see the movies, a scary movie in theaters, you end up forming more, quote, layered, rich memories. So in other words, whether or not a person likes watching a creepy clown like it on the big screen depends on a confluence of factors, most of which are out of your control. So if you like scary movies and you don't like scary movies, whatever it might be, it is just science. So there you go. Check it out. HuffPost.com. Happy Halloween. Now is 7.51 on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. You might have heard us talking about this last hour. You might have seen it over the weekend. I wrote about it. Um, Shania Twain, she just announced a new album and a new tour. So she did this after the show on Friday. Couldn't wait to talk about it. Both are called Queen of Me. So her new album, Queen of Me, comes out February 3rd. And then the Queen of Me tour kicks off. In April, in Washington, it goes all the way through September. There's a bunch of different um, female artists opening for her, different legs of the show, like Lindsay L is going to open for her Canadian leg of the tour, Kelsey Ballerini, Priscilla Block, Mickey Guyton, and she is stopping in Minneapolis. Haley Witters will be opening that show Wednesday, May 17th. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. And the, we have a link for tickets. All you have to do is go to our concert calendar on B105Country.com. And you will see all the info there. Now, I need to give a little disclaimer because of just today's day and age. I don't like talking about politics. I don't talk about politics with anybody. But I have to mention this because it's a major story in country music. Um, Luke Bryan, he is under fire right now. He was in Jacksonville, Florida over the weekend. And people are very, very upset. I, You don't know. I mean, this is all on social media. So obviously, you know, people that are mad always drown out people that are happy. Uh, But he brought out Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on stage. He came out, handed out water to the crowd. He helped announce that most proceeds from Luke's show would go to hurricane relief because Florida was hit really hard by Hurricane Ian. Luke also had a little fun, gave him a Georgia Bulldogs jersey because the Bulldogs were facing off against the Florida Gators the next day. And the reason that this all happened, Luke said, is because the venue that he was originally supposed to play at had to be repurposed as an emergency space during the hurricane. So he was going to cancel the show, but he decided to go forward with it and give the profits and a lot of the proceeds um, to Hurricane Relief. Now, he saw that people were mad. He shared a statement after the show. He said he knows the governor is a, quote, very polarizing figure. He says he grew up in a way where if you have the chance to raise money and help people, you do it no matter what. He said that was his main mission. He said he knew people would be mad, but he wanted to have fun and raise money. And he ended his statement with how people could donate to disaster relief. So he does have a few more tour dates in Florida. And you can read more on that on our B105 app. I feel like he probably raised a ton of money because, I mean, he probably makes a million dollars a show. So 
A lot of that money going to Hurricane Relief. And last but not least, Hardy is officially a married man. He got married Saturday night in Nashville. He married his longtime girlfriend, Kaylee Ryan. Lots of country stars there. Dirk Bentley, Lauren Elena, Mitchell Tenpenny. Um, very happy, especially because, you know, Hardy got in that big bus crash earlier this month. So you can see photos. If you need a happy story to start your day, B105Country.com and our free B105 app. And there you go, Lauren Riley Green. That is half of me, 812 on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. Obviously, it's Halloween. You already know that by now. Tonight, going to be about 40s when you are out trick-or-treating. That's just after sunset and then um, 34 overnight. But we got to talk about something spooky. I did a lot of research on this. I'm not going to go into too much detail because it's more fun if you can read it yourself, click on the links, all of that. But I did a lot of research on the most haunted hotels and places to stay in Minnesota. And after my research, I came up with about 12, but we're calling it 11 because one of them is closed. So if you want to go on like a little haunted excursion in the near future, you can stay at one of these. I always talk about one. It's in Sox Center. It's called the Palmer House Hotel. I've stayed there a few times. Didn't sleep either time. Nobody's allowed in the basement. It's been on Ghost Adventures. It's been on a show called Hotel Paranormal. And there's a few different rooms that are haunted by certain ghosts that will not leave. Um, a few others. There's one in Stillwater. And all of these places acknowledge that they are haunted. There's a lot of them that like have rooms that are like, okay, this ghost is in this room, but it's not every room. It's just certain rooms in the hotel. Um, there's one in Red Wing. There's one in Wabasha, Taylor's Falls, um, Chase on the Lake in Walker. I just went to a wedding in Walker, and one of the options to stay was Chase on the Lake, but I didn't stay there, and kind of glad I didn't because I don't. I need sleep. I don't need any ghosts haunting me, but um, there's also an RV park and campground that is so haunted that um, they've done like things just like, you know, ghost hunting and whatnot there. So take a look at this list right now, B105Country.com and our free B105 app. Coming up, I'm going to draw another name for the B105 free money payday. If it's you, you'll only have five minutes to call me back. So don't go anywhere. That's on the way on The Breakfast Club. Hey, three, I have drawn a name for the B105 free money payday. You have five minutes to call me back. You will be coming to our annual holiday party at Hoops Brewing. You're in for that $500 drawing on Thursday. And then if you win that drawing, you're also going to go to Old Dominion. Going to be an amazing show, so I need Joey Pence to call me up right now. Joey Pence, 727-B105. Joey Pence, call me up. The clock starts right now. You have five minutes, and um, I need someone to call me today. You know, it's Halloween. It's my favorite day of the year. Joey Pence, call me up right now. I want you to come to our annual holiday party. I want you to be in that drawing. So looking for Joey Pence, 727-B105. 727-B105 is ringing. I called a name. We are down to the wire here, so we got to go to the phone for the B105 free money payday. B105, who is this? Uh, Joey Pence. Joey, you called me with like 10 seconds left. You're going to give me a... You're making me sweat over here. <laughs> well, I was about to have a heart attack because I just got a phone call saying, call B105. Okay, well, I don't want you to have a heart attack. You did make it in. So you are in our $500 drawing Thursday, and you're coming to our holiday party. Oh, perfect. Thanks for calling me back. Can you hang on a second? Yeah. Okay, thank you, Joey, for calling me back. And if you are a B105 free money payday qualifier, make sure that you are listening Thursday at 820 because we give out $500 to one of our qualifiers randomly, and then we start all over. So your next chance in 
is with David Drew, 320. He'll do it at 420 again as well. But lots of winning left, but you want to make sure that you enter as soon as you can. And you're always listening, which hopefully you're listening one on The Breakfast Club with Ken and Lauren. Today, mostly sunny, a high of 62. And then after the sun sets, we'll dip into the 40s. So keep that in mind for trick-or-treating. But, man, I feel bad calling these two jerks. They're from Tulsa because it's just... They're more so just not that smart. Tulsa police say two men were arrested Sunday in Tulsa in connection to a burglary at the AT&T store. So this happened around 7.50 Sunday morning. Officers say they got to this store. The alarm had gone off. They found the power had been cut. One of the windows was broken and the store had been ransacked. So nobody was in there, but the display phones, chargers, other items were stolen. There was over $1,000 in damage inside the store. And when they got there, police noticed that there was an iPhone that appeared to be used, not one of those, you know, like how cell phone stores, they always have like the models out that you can kind of play with and see how it works. Well, they saw one and they're like, this is clearly used. They asked people at the store, they're like, does this belong to you? And the employees were like, no, that's not one of our phones. So um, after the officers left, a man came in and said that he forgot his phone inside and wanted to retrieve it. Well, ding, ding, ding. It was one of the people that broke in. So the employees told police that the phone wasn't there. He left in a Jeep, missing a right fender. They obviously called the police. The police tracked them down, and both men were arrested. They admitted to the burglary, and yeah, it's just not good. They were both booked on charges, and I just feel like if you are going to rob somewhere, you don't go back to the scene of the crime to pick up something that you forgot. That's just not smart, but it makes for a good story. Nobody was hurt. So there you go. Two jerks from Tulsa. Coming up, we're going to talk about some these costumes around the office. Oh, my gosh. My general manager came in. My engineer came in. They're, they're dressed as, oh, my gosh. I'm speechless. They just started singing, I Got You, Babe. Never a normal day around here, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Anyways, we need to talk about, I promise I'll post some pictures of that. I'm just speechless. I just came and put on a performance. Uh, we need to talk about an angel today. Our angel is a dad who makes epic Halloween yard decorations and now raises thousands of dollars for a local hospice. So, you know, a lot of people love Halloween. They love decorating, and some people go all out. So this happened across the pond in Gillingham, Kent. And um, this dad started getting so creative with his Halloween decorations that people would come time and time again just to see them. And um, people started, you know, asking, you know, can we give you money for this? Like, you... You know, this is just such a big display. And he said, no, even though it costs him a lot of money, like he just now has a big spider and it cost him over $1,000. He said, but how about I raise money for charity? So last year alone, the family raised $3,100 in three days for a local children's hospice in the area. And now they're doing the same this year. And his wish, too, is that this year, because COVID is kind of winding down a little bit, um, he can bring them to see the display. He also goes all out, so people come to see him as well. He was Hagrid this year, who's famously eight foot two, so he's you know has a costume with stilts. But yeah, he just goes all out, and he wants to raise money um, for local organizations, and just really amazing. Love that. Love good people in the world. So there you go, our angel today. Um, didn't say his name, but. He is an angel, so thank you for spreading the Halloween spirit for a good cause. Dustin Lynch and Mackenzie Border.